Greetings. My name is Blake Schmida alongside Leo Menchetti, and welcome to the American Valor Podcast. On the American Valor Podcast, supported by the Bob Feller Active Valor Award Foundation, our goal is to educate and inspire with acts of valor that embody the traits which National Baseball Hall of Famer and United States Chief Petty Officer Bob Feller lived by. Citizenship, service above self, and commitment to country in a time of great national need. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Bob Feller Active Valor Podcast. Today, we're privileged to welcome back retired Chief Petty Officer Terry Spain. How are you doing today, Terry? I'm doing well. I hope all is well with you, and uh, thank you for inviting me back. Yes. The first thing we want to talk about is your new book, and we want to discuss how you came up with the title and why. <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, I would like to say, first of all, um, over the last few weeks, I've been uh, getting, I've been asked that very same question. And uh, I remember growing up as a child, uh, there were a lot of older gentlemen, even even while in my adulthood as well, uh, older gentlemen would often come up to me or say, say, hey, young man, when they want to give me some words of advice or things of that nature. So um, I remember when they said, hey, young man, I was preparing to get some good knowledge. So as I was thinking about some titles to uh, to come up with, I, I I was sitting at home and I said, you know what? I think I got it. And I said, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use Hey Young Man because I know for a fact when oftentimes when an older gentleman or someone with knowledge that I think when they want to give you some good knowledge, they always, for me in my situation, they address me and say, hey, young man. And uh, so I know I needed to use a phrase and a and a catchy phrase, I should say, and a powerful book cover to attract these young men's attention. So when I came up with that phrase, hey, young man, I knew that that's what it was going to take to uh, to get their attention. And um, I would like to also say for all those who read this book, it's not just for young men. It's pretty much for anyone, despite your age or color. But I wrote this book dedicated to young men. Yeah, it certainly is a great attention grabber. Um... And could you kind of give us a brief synopsis of your new book and, and maybe where we can find it? Oh, most certainly. I definitely can. So the, the main, the brief synopsis of this book is I, uh, I wanted to give young men some tools that they can utilize even when I'm not standing in front of them. So I figured why not just uh, write a book? So the brief synopsis is things that's going to teach them uh, valuable lessons in the book, whether it's learning how uh, talking about tying a tie, some of the the things that I had to go through as a young man and as an adult. And I also included some other gentlemen in the book. They had an opportunity to write a, a chapter in the book that kind of motivated, uh, that, that's designed to motivate these young men and give them tools to put in their toolbox. So the brief synopsis of this book is um, motivation, dedication, and inspiring young men. And uh, w one of the ways that you can, well, there's two different ways right now that you can purchase the book. The first, the first way is you can go on my website, which is terryspainconsulting.com. And you will definitely see it on the, uh, on the front page of that uh, web page. And then also I have my book is available on Amazon as well. And all you have to do is type in Terry Spain, Hey Young Man, and it'll definitely pull up. So Hey Young Man covers the mentor and mentee aspects. 
And uh, what are some of the key attributes a mentor needs to successfully lead their mentees? I think one of the, uh, the attributes that they're going to have to have or they should need is trustworthiness. And um, one of the reasons why I say that is because it, it's di very difficult for uh, people to trust these days. So when you earn the trust of someone who you're mentoring or anyone in general, I think that's a huge attribute. And uh, other things are availability and accountability. When you tell someone you're going to be there for them, or you need them to show, you need to you need to show up when they really need you. Those are some of the attributes and some of the ways and things that you could provide to be a successful mentor. Yeah, that that sounds about right. That's uh, kind of what I've experienced from from my mentors for sure as a mentee. Um, but what do you think the most important thing a mentee can do to successfully learn and acquire knowledge from their mentor? Mm, now that's the million dollar question, and uh, it's, it's ironic because I uh, I challenge some of my mentees and I ask them that very question. But uh, some of the things that I think they could do is actually ask questions. Um, oftentimes, when you get information from your mentor, um, you don't write it down or you don't document it in some aspects. So one of the things that I encourage my mentee to do is to write down some of the lessons that was given to you or some of the things that have been, that you have learned so that you won't forget them and you can definitely, you know, learn from those, those valuable nuggets that you're getting. And the last thing that I always express to mentees is that you have to pay it forward. Um, you can't, you can't utilize and get all this, all this knowledge that you're getting and bottled it up and not help someone else out. So I always challenge all my mentees and just people in general uh, to pay it forward and to help others. And that's the most important thing. That's the goal. And that's one of the gists of this book. And that's what I try to do in my daily life. And so letting my mentees know to pay it forward, hopefully they do that. And, and I have seen on personal, on firsthand basis where they have, and it made them feel better and it made them become a better person as well. So I want to dive into more of the process of, you know, writing a book. And so when you took the time to write this book, how much of it goes into just planning and how much in like outlining what you're going to write versus just writing it off the spot from the heart? Yes, um, I, I would say uh, it definitely takes a lot of planning and outlining. What I did is um, I sat now, and I really wanted to reflect on the message that I wanted to disseminate out to to these young men. And so I would jot things down daily. And one of the tricks and trades that I used that, I, that was very helpful for me is when a thought popped in my head, I would honestly just uh, record myself and just speak it out so that I can definitely have that and kind of, you know, have that, that moment to actually go back and listen to what I said, but there's different process. And one of the things that I mean, I, I kept myself on a regiment. So on the weekends, I would get up early in the morning and I would just write. And when I did that, I found that that was more effective for me because I like to get up early in the morning already. So I figured, I figured why not use, utilize my time and just get up in the morning and take two or three hours, sometimes even longer to write. And that's that's what it's been. That's what that's what I have done. And that's what for me. So the, that's the process for me. And I and, and I was I, I think it's very effective. 
So you're using more of a writing schedule rather than being like, oh, I need to get this book finished by like a certain amount of months per se. Uh, correct. I, I, I think I use a combination of both, um, a writing schedule, but I, I did put myself on a deadline and a timeline. So I wanted to meet these different marks because I wanted to send the message out and uh, because there's a huge need for it. So um, it was a combination of both. Did uh, your, for, your first book kind of inspire you to write this one in any way? Um, where, where did the motivation come from uh, to write a second book? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, it, it, the first book did inspire me to, uh, to write the second book because uh, it was a success. The first book was a success, so I wanted to, to kind of reciprocate that and, and do it again. I got excited. I got the, uh, I got the writer's bug or the writer's itch, as some would say, and so I figured I, I would do that. But um, one of the reasons why I really wanted to write this book is um, I had, I've had several parents and uh, single and, and single parents and sometimes guardians come up to me and say, I really like the way that you motivate uh, these young men. They seem to listen to you. You have, you have a knack for something. Um, have you ever considered writing a book? And I, and I thought about it and I said, you know what, this is, this is actually a great idea because when they're not able to see me in the physical, they will at least have that book to always count on and go back to and remember some of the things that I said. And inside that book, I also have uh, locations where they can, I, I have challenging questions for them and they have an opportunity to answer those questions just to kind of guide and keep them true to, uh, to the book and true to what they want to do. So this book um, was actually done by uh, a host of people coming to me and asking me what I consider uh, or have I considered writing the book. So I decided to do that. Oh, and, and also I wanted, I wanted to ask as well, add as well, is um, although I'm not a grandfather yet, I, I really, uh, and I, I'm not in a rush to become a grandfather either, but I did really just write this book, obviously, for my grandkids as well, so they can always have that legacy. They always have that something to go back to and know that I made a difference to try to help out people in general. That's really great, Terry. Um, I know we already touched on this a little bit, but I want to try to expand on this topic a little bit more. And a goal of yours in Hey Young Man was to show young men and mentors new ways to express themselves. And I was wondering if you could share some of uh, your techniques with us. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, one of the ways that um, when I have an opportunity to speak to uh, a group of young men or just uh, in general, I, I kind of like to get them in groups. But um, I like to do activities. And the activities that I do kind of uh, prepare them for the outside life. And we get a chance to talk. We sit, we sit around, we talk about the activity that we've done. So it kind of displays and help them work on their teamwork, help them work on their, you know, their trustworthiness and, and just give them a sense of you're not alone. So uh, one of the things that I, I, I really like to do is a handcuff activity where I have them bind together oftentimes. And it's kind of, it's kind of um, hard to explain, but once you see how this activity works, it definitely, it definitely would uh, give you a better understanding. But I, I really try to, you know, bound them together and have them get out of a situation that seems impossible. So the goal for them is to display teamwork 
And this is one of the things that I would normally do. Yeah, that sounds great. You know, teamwork is a, is a huge part of um, becoming a, a great leader. And, you know, you've probably seen a lot of that in, in your own time. Um, and what do you think about your upbringing and service has inspired you to become an author and a leader? That, uh, that's a great question. Um, I was very fortunate to have, have great parents. And uh, my dad was in the United States Marine Corps. So his, up, his structure, the way he, he raised, uh, he reared my sisters and I, uh, really, really inspired me to not only become an author, but just to become a better person. And then I also had a great community growing up. Um, I actually, I grew up in South Carolina. Well, I was raised in South Carolina, but I'm a military brat, as I mentioned before, but I actually grew up in Italy. And so just by seeing those different folks that played a key role in my life and seeing these different experiences that I had as a kid growing up in South Carolina and in Italy, it inspired me to become an author and a great person. So I think it worked hand in hand. And um, I honestly, I mean, there were trials and tribulations that happened, obviously, in, in everyone's childhood, whether it's good or bad. But I think some of those trials and tribulations that did happen inspired me to do this as well. Terry, if I'm not mistaken, you grew up in uh, Naples? Or you yes, lived in I Naples grew- at some point? Yeah, I grew, I grew up in Naples, Italy. And, um, and that as a child, that was probably one of the most... Uh, rewarding things that ever happened to me growing up overseas. How, how good was the food over there? <laughs> the food was great. I still, uh, I, I consider myself a, a pretty good chef and uh, pasta is one of my go-to dishes. So uh, the food was great. I try to go there every year, um, but you know, COVID has put a damper on a few things, but uh, I plan on going back to Italy uh, in the near future as well. Awesome. All right, so after all of the accomplishments in your career and having recently written, Hey, Young Man, is there anybody you want to thank for being a supportive figure in your life? Oh, yeah, there's, a, a, there's quite a few folks, but um, I, I'll just shorten it. I, first, I want to thank my, my parents, and I want to thank uh, for, for inspiring me, but I also want to thank my, um, my friends, my military friends, and my mentees and, and my mentors who've helped me. And then last but certainly not least, I'd like to thank uh, my wife and my daughter. They have been an integral part in all the successful things that I've been doing. So I want to thank them as well. And um, that's pretty much it. All right, Terry, I'll, I'll finish off with a, a little teaser for, for all of our listeners. Do you have any new projects or ideas that you're working on currently? <laughs> well, um, I have I have spoken to uh, a few of my friends who we're we're considering doing some some collaborations. I don't want to you know spill the beans too much, but there are some few things that we do have in the pipeline that's that's down the road. So I'm excited about that. So this let's just say this won't be the last uh, book that you'll see from myself. All right, folks. This has been the Bob Feller Active Valor Podcast. We'd like to thank retired Chief Petty Officer Terry Spain for coming on the podcast once again. To our listeners, this concludes this episode of the American Valor Podcast. This conversation is brought to you by the Bob Feller Active Valor Award Foundation, the Department of the Navy, 
Major League Baseball, USAA, BWXT, Huntington Ingalls, and the Cleveland Indians. Please feel free to leave your comments in the comment section below and connect with the Bob Fowler Active Valor Award Foundation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Active Valor Award. You can engage with the foundation at activevaloraward.org. There you can learn about Bob Feller, Jerry Coleman, recent nominees of the awards, view pictures, and sign up for updates, including the American Valor podcast and more. For Blake Schmida, Leo Manchetti, and everyone at the American Valor podcast, thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time.